0: Slammer, the following podcast contains major spoilers for episodes 12, 13, 14, and 15 of Power Rangers Dino Fury, which is yet to be released in the United States. Viewer discretion is advised when watching this video. Thank you. Tokusatsu, taking the form of many shows including Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, and Metal Heroes. And today, a group of fans come together to review it for you as Toku Secrets. Hey guys. And welcome to episode 57 of the Toku Secrets Podcast, presented by org. I'm your host, Nathan DeSauh. And today we're taking another detour from our soon-to-be-completed uh, journey through Kamen Rider Decade and our journey of a samurai with Shane Kinger to take a look at what's new in the Power Rangers universe. Uh, today we are going to be reviewing um, episodes... 12, 13, 14, and 15 of the uh, Power Rangers Down and Fury, the beginning of the second half of the second season. Um, As we just said in the disclaimer there, this uh, does contain spoilers. Um, The episodes have been released in Canada now on their Teletoon network. Um, That's how we're watching it. Um, Of course, uh, when I say we, I mean we got the whole crew on here. So go ahead and say hey, guys.
1: Hey, guys, it's Rizwan, your favorite Toku Secrets reporter.
2: And this is Anthony, your other favorite Toku um, Tatsu reporter. (laughs)
1: Yes. Nice. We're all the
3: favorites.
1: (laughs) Except Patrick, because he's not here. So, uh, yeah. um,
0: Now, the proper season, uh, second half of season two, is supposed to drop. A little bit later this month. Uh, it's September 12th as we're, review- as we're uh, doing this uh, recording, by the way. Um, but, uh, you know, thankfully, uh, you know, we've gotten to see some of the episodes earlier. So, uh, and the batch of episodes that we have here, which is kind of a four-part episode, sort of, um, was just so awesome that we decided that we want to review it now. Um
1: Yeah, we're really excited for these episodes. Like, without saying anything yet, I haven't been this excited about Power Rangers since I was Mm -hmm. a kid. Since Countdown to Destruction. Like, that's the level of hype I have right now. Mm -hmm. It's Countdown to Destruction the first time when I was, like, eight or nine years old. So... Yeah, now, before really we get started,
0: uh, we should give a brief recap on what happened in the first half of Season 2 that we went over. Um, so, pretty much uh, the major things that have happened. Um, as we know, uh, Void Knight's wife, Santura, was revived. And uh, she absorbed uh, Sporix energy to get turned into her own monster form called Void Queen. Uh, whose suit is Madame Noir from uh, Tokyo-Jer. Uh, Void Knight, whose real name is Tarek, um, initially uh, turned away from the villains because he just wanted to revive his wife, and she became e- while she's more of like a straightforward, I-want-to-take-over-the-world type of villain. and uh, But then, uh, he got kidnapped by the villains and turned into his own monster form called Void King, which is pretty much uh, the form that he has in all the episodes we're reviewing here. And uh, the only other major thing is that uh, Zaydo, the Red Dino Fury Ranger, got this um, form called the uh, Dino... It's called the Dino Knight Key, if I'm remembering correctly, um, which uh, gives him the ability to uh, access a new Mm power-up form, which is kind of a battleizer, although... I don't know if I want to call it a battleizer since battleizers are American exclusive, and this one, at least according to Anthony, was in Ryu Soldier. So, um... So, yeah. Uh, Dino Night Armor. Um, and that's basically where we left off. Um, so, uh, we're going to give a basic rundown of these four episodes. I'll just go over the plot briefly, and then we'll do uh, some discussion about it. Uh, so, um, first we have episode 12, the, uh, ultimate mystery. Um, now this episode does have, like, some, uh, does have a brief subplot with Amelia kind of putting, uh, her two coworkers, Stan and Annie, into danger. But, uh, the main, bi- but the big thing that happens is that Ah, uh, the Rangers battle against a monster that has escaped from Grid Battle Force, aka the organization that the Beast Morphers Rangers work for. Uh, we get a guest appearance from Commander Shaw, who contacts the Rangers, and we also get some brief cameo footage from the Grid Battle Force Rangers uh, battling the monster. Uh, the
3: monsters do what? Yeah, form.
0: Yeah, we don't see them unmorphed. Uh, in suit form. Now, an important thing to note, and this is one of the cool things, is that the monster of the day in this episode is called Lothorn, who claims that he is the son of Lokar the Terrible. Uh, for those of you who may not know, Lokar was a villain in... The first season of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, um, he appeared. Uh, I don't know. So, so here's the thing: in the in the original Jew Ranger, Lokar is the main villain. Ultimately, like he's the one who created Witch Bondora" and all that. I um, he was. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He appeared in four mm-hmm. episodes of Mighty Morphin. He was in the two parter uh, Island of Illusion, and then he appeared in the two part episode that was supposed to be the series finale, uh, Doomsday. Um, I don't really remember much, Mm -hmm. but uh, he was still a pretty big bad if he was one of the big um, allies of Rita. So,
3: yeah. He was
1: a really significant part of um, the plot at that point. Like,
0: I well, think that was the then, final then,
1: couple of episodes before they went to Well, yeah no, um the final yeah, batch of mm-hmm.
0: episodes that he appeared oh, in that was before that was when they used up all the Go Ranger footage, but then they still wanted to continue the show, so they switched over to that geo two footage. Um, yeah, that was basically his final appearance.
3: Mhm mm-hmm. yeah, oh, and fun uh, fact. Uh, he was actually
0: voiced by uh, Robert Axorod,
1: really. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah.
0: Hey, rest in peace. So, um, the episode ends with him defeating Lothorn, during which uh, he makes a reference to Angel Grove, which is funny. Um, we find out that Lord Zed, who was previously revived yeah. by one of Void Knight's monsters in the previous season, is back. And uh, that that's basically how Ultimate Mystery go- um, ends. Then we get the episode Love-Hate, after that um in this episode um so the main plot is that uh ollie wants to ask out amelia but uh ollie is blue amelia is pink by the way um he wants to ask her out because they've been kind of hinting at some attractions between the two pretty in a pretty good way by the way they have really great chemistry um but then uh thanks to a misunderstanding uh Based on something that he hears from Izzy, he decides that he doesn't want to, and then um, Lord Zed um, comes up and he starts teaming up with the villains. Uh, He has also revived uh, one of the main villains from Beast Morphers, called Scrozzle. Um, Was Scrozzle destroyed in Beast Morphers? Because I haven't seen that season all the way through yet.
3: No. No, though
2: in the Christmas episode of Beast Morphers we assume Okay, but I guess he wasn't
1: he was revived, destroyed, just but that back. didn't happen. Um, yeah.
3: So um
1: mm-hmm. my running theory is that he was in the Beast Morphers so now the Battle Force is my theory.
2: Oh no no, actually I remember what happened. He ended up going to the RPM dimension, uh, what was his name, uh, uh, Scott's dad, uh,
0: Colonel Truman found him and bombed a grid battle force. Oh, okay. Um, now, yeah. love-hate is pretty contained, uh, you know, Ollie gets put under the mind control of, uh, Lord Zed so that he can gain this, uh, information that allows them to, uh, locate Sporix. Uh, because Lord Zeb wants to use, uh, wants to create his own army using Sporix. Um, the episode ends with Ali uh, getting knocked out, and then Amelia revives him by saying something to him because she finds out that he actually did like her. And uh, the two almost kiss before Ion ruins the moment. Thanks a lot, Ion. I hate you.
3: Actually, no, 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 no. no. <sighs> Damn it, Ion.
0: Okay, but-
3: Honestly, I, know, I, really, I
0: really don't want to say anything mean about Jordan Fight because he was a nice guy. So, Jordan. No,
2: no, no. He's, he's yeah. perfectly fine. I have no issue with the acting. Now, the next the two episodes
0: are where things get incredibly <laughs> wild. Um, basically, a two parter. Now, uh, the first part does have this uh, kind of entertaining side plot where basically everyone at the Buzz Blast. Uh, there's two teams, one led by Jane, one led by Jay Borg, and they're having a Nerf war. And I have to admit, as much as I'm not a huge fan of the whole uh, Jane and Jayborg thing, the Nerf war thing actually kind of made me laugh, so I can tolerate that one.
1: Yeah, it was it was actually pretty funny. I I wasn't upset about it at all. Um, the only reason I didn't like it, even the slightest bit, was because. It detracted from going to RAFCON. And I really just want to see Rafcon at that point.
2: Exactly. Though I'm not gonna lie to you, I the way the way the way they were having fun and all that made me wish that I could get a job working there
0: instead of what I work at now. So
1: <laughs> Right? Like having a nerf fight with your boss, that sounds awesome, dude. But well, with that being yeah. said,
0: now one thing I forgot to mention about how Love Hate ends is that uh they fought is that uh The message that was sent from Rafcon, which is Ion and Zedo's home planet, was decrypted for them, and they find out that uh, Rafcon is still alive. So, basically, the next two episodes, uh, Rafcon Revealed and Morphin Master is a 2 episode where the rangers travel to Rafcon. Um, uh, They chase uh, Lord Zed and and, a a bunch of his goons, all of which are just a bunch of uh, monsters of the day um yeah and Scrozzle. uh lord zed wants to use the same machine that was used to release the sporix beast to generate more sporix so that he can create an army of villains um the first part is basically all about uh ion thinking that um ion kind of being reckless because apparently uh just before he was uh just before he was um reawakened in his debut episode in the previous episode. Uh, The Morphin Master that reawakened him said that without him, the Rangers won't be able to defeat Lord Zed. So Ion assumes that, um... that it's his destiny to defeat Lord Zed, and he takes an unnecessary risk and basically ruins the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And the Rangers are... Yeah.
3: Uh,
0: The Rangers are forced to retreat. Um... But then, in the next episode, Morphin Master, um, we find out that so the Green Morphin Master. There were six of them. Red, uh, basically, one for each of the colors of the uh, of the Dino Fury Rangers. Now, the Green Morphin Master. We'll just call her Master Green from now on because that's what they're that's what they call her. Um, she shows up to um, help the Rangers. Um, you know, just to offer them advice. But then it turns out that uh, one of the other Morphin Masters, Master Blue, shows up, and the Morphin Masters are angry, because apparently many years ago, um, the Morphin Masters made a vow to never intervene in the mortal affairs, and they want to uh, stop, and they want to basically punish Master Green by imprisoning her in Crystal. And then the Rangers um, intervene. Well, first, Master Green gives them this... uh, ...sword that can be used to help them stop uh, Lord Zed, um, the Dino Master Saber. And, uh... The, uh... uh, uh, We get a bunch of flashbacks that show uh, the Morphin Master Green, how she... ...on other occasions. Um, And why aren't we going to be doing a podcast on this later? Because we actually find out just how deep Master Green's involvement has been... Um, some of the flashbacks that they show in particular are how Jason was able to appear to help the Beast Morpher Rangers in the team up episode. Um, we're shown some other miracles, like how some Rangers are able to uh, survive things, like when uh, Devin from Beast Morphers survived a a meteor or something. I can't remember that part because I haven't seen Beast Morphers. Uh, and of course, um. Yeah, uh, the big one is that it yeah, explains it uh, how all the legendary rangers showed up during the Legend War in uh in a uh, Power Rangers Megaforce. Which okay, yeah, we finally we have an explanation on how all those rangers got their powers back, so everybody can uh, stop whining about that plot hole. Um, the rangers uh, travel. Uh, the rangers battle against Lord Zedd. They use the. Uh, um, they defeat Lord Zed, but, well, no, 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 they don't defeat Lord Zed. They manage to break through his uh, his shield, but Lord Zed proves to be too powerful. Then Master Green shows up, and she battles Lord Zed and uses her power to encase both of them in this crystal. Master Red comes in, and, you know, after the Rangers pretty much advocate for her that, you know, without her, the world would have been destroyed. They decide to free Master Green, but they keep Lord Zed encased in a crystal, and then um, the the crystal is taken away. Um, so I guess that's what Lord Zed's fate is going to be, although hopefully that's not how Lord Zed goes out, because I think he's a villain that deserves a little bit more dignity than that. Um, yeah.
2: That's... It was pretty anticlimactic. I was like, wait, are you serious? Does that mean he's not going to be, like, a major part of, like, the rest of the story? Like, he's just stuck like that? I'm just like, then you could have brought him back for more than that.
1: No, he'll he'll be back. I, stuff's going to happen. I already know it's going to, like... This isn't the last time you're going to see Zed. There's no way. Like, you don't bring back an iconic villain like him for four episodes without some greater plan for the overall storyline. I mean, look, we got Cosmic Fury coming up.
2: That's true, yeah.
1: There's gonna be something something Earth-sattering, like, bigger than
0: even these four episodes.
2: Wait, Nathan, did you mention yeah,
0: the I, whole thing um, about was Ratcom? destroyed uh, as no? they escaped the planet.
3: Yeah. I was like, dang, you just basically all nameless Freaking Raphcon! I was like, "Wow, dude, I
1: didn't, I didn't expect that." I was kind me of me neither. I was hoping that we'd have like visits to Raphcon to you know do stuff like more adventures and all, but no, they just. Oh, not side in, note: um,
0: apparently Steel Sil- mm. Silva, the Silver Beast Morpher Ranger, uh, who apparently became human at the end of the series, uh, he's apparently now the star of some reality show that Izzy is obsessed with. So. Mm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's pretty I funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I hate that.
2: I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I, I don't am mind. just not a fan of steel being human. That just, it just kind of irks me. I'm like, really, y'all? Like, you couldn't keep, just keep this this being as a, as a robot?
4: Well, I, you I'm going to go my little, that. Tent, little,
2: rant, little, rant, tent, little rant about that uh, in, in a little bit. So but just, just bear with me. I mean, me, that's I'm
0: pretty man. much the plot of the whole series. So, um, yeah, we just want to go over this. Uh, you guys want to give some more of your thoughts?
3: Anthony, can start off. Oh, did you want me to like, just start off my on my mini tangent, or just what I think about the episodes overall? You can start on your mini tangent. Just go ahead and say that. Yes.
2: Okay. <sighs> okay. I honestly feel that Beast Morphers was anti-robot. I'm not even joking with you guys. Like, they they've made these little silly songs about how great it is to be human, and he just really wants to be human all like for some strange apparent reason and him being half human and already it was just like, oh my god. Like now don't get me wrong. I still like Steel. He is still my boy. He is still one of my favorite rangers. I, surprisingly out of all Beast War he made it very entertaining to watch. But the moment you make him human, you don't he doesn't really feel like special anymore. Like you kind of just made him just like everybody else now. It's like I just I don't I just didn't like it. And and whoever is watching this, please do not get me wrong. If you are perfectly fine with Steel being human, more power to you. I am not gonna stop you and say, "Hey, still being being, being human is terrible. You should hate it too." Blah, blah blah. I'm not gonna say that. I'm just saying how I feel about it. Don't get me wrong. Him being human, maybe maybe fine for his character,
3: for how he feels. Cool. More power to him. I just personally don't agree with it. Okay, main tangent over with. But overall, like the episodes, most of it, still, some of
2: it, the dialogue was a little bit cheesy, and I guess some stuff should have been cut out, especially the whole thing with the Nerf gun fight. That We didn't need that at all. But I'm glad they had it a little bit, because it did look fun. But other than that, you know, it was, it was enjoyable.
3: And there was a lot of lore drop, so that's always good.
1: I honestly love these four episodes. Like, I was excited to see Everything like Grid battle force cameo that was pretty cool. Commander saw uh, but Lord Zed coming back that was the biggest part for me because um, he, he was he was done right. Like, I know I mentioned in a previous podcast that I, I was really worried about the Lord Zed actor coming back and how that's going to work out. And because Robert Axelrod is no longer with us, rest in peace. Um, mm-hmm. but I actually I was content with how Zed was portrayed. I liked it; it wasn't bad. He he still had the same kind of lines that he did back then in Mighty Morphin. He called people "ninkum poop," uh, that was his go-to thing to say. Um, I, I just think they did a really good job bringing him back. Um, I enjoyed the Rafcon stuff a lot. Like that was really, really cool to me. Um. So seeing Rafcon back, seeing like the world and like how they build stuff, yeah, like, the level of detail they put into that city, that was some great A, yeah, great Like, kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, design. That was like they just did
0: the Kenobi series in a, for Star Wars, like, and they showed the city on Alderaan. It kind of reminded me a little bit of that. Like, it looks like Alderaan from Star Wars.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, definitely, like, definitely they put in the money and the talent to make Dino Fury look aesthetically pleasing in the later half. Like, like,
2: did you see the landscape? I was like, wow, that was a really good shot.
1: Yeah, like, like wow, it, seeing the six of them walk out onto that field to see where uh, Zeto used to live, oh, dude, that was, that was really good. Shits kiss. kiss. <clears throat> yes, exactly. So, to me, I felt like this is a really well-done set of episodes for what I'm going to tentatively call the entire Lord Zed story arc. I don't know when he'll come back, but I know he'll be back. There is no way you can tell me he's not coming back. Like, that—that that just isn't, that's not a thing. Right. So, when he comes back... Things are gonna get real like I'm telling y'all right now like it's gonna be pretty epic um,
3: definitely.
1: Yeah, like I mentioned in the beginning like I was I was solid level hype. like I was super hyped to see everything Um the only thing I wasn't as hype about was all the ner- uh nerf gun fight like that was fun. Don't get me wrong. I liked it, but dude, we could have done way better than that right um but overall, I I enjoyed this a lot. Like, I was waiting for the next episode to drop as they came out in Canada. Like, I was glued to my computer looking for the, uh, looking to watch it. I haven't done that in years. And it's also the nice just to Man. see like, Lord Zed so actually
0: battling the Rangers, because so, here's the thing about Lord Zed. He, ne- the o- he only battled the Rangers once directly. That was, uh... And even then he only battled Tommy during the changing of the Zords three parter. So yeah, Lord Zed mm-hmm. was not one to do battle with the Rangers yep. yeah. in the past. So it was cool to actually see him actually do that again. And it's not only that, but I remember um a scene where he's like watching the Rangers when he does uh, when they're on Rapton. And um Yeah. That was nostalgic. Yeah, that was nostalgic, because that. he did, he did yeah. that all the time. He was, back yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. amazing to see him do that again. Like,
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think Hasbro did an amazing job bringing um, him back, the way they brought him back.
0: Yeah, that, that's all that I can really think of. I mean, it, obviously, it does suck that Robert Axelrod is not with us anymore, and it's... Sucks that we don't have his voice, but aside from that, I mean, I'm just um, yeah, this part of Lords was just awesome.
3: Yeah, no, definitely. They they did this they did this right. There there's no way
1: that they, in my mind, screwed it up. So kudos to Hasbro for finding their groove with the franchise finally. Indeed. Also, just in case people hadn't figured it out and the v- viewership here, I think the reason they're gonna call it Cosmic Fury is related to the cosmic megazord combo that they use to go to space. And I, I think they're gonna have like uh, Solon mentioned making the base into a spaceship. I think that's going to be the medium they use to go into space in Cosmic Fury. Like, they're kind of hinting at it right here.
3: Yeah. And then I also realized that, I mean,
2: even if they even if they did somehow lose their powers, like they did in the first um, season finale, yeah. they could just get a Morphin Master just to bring their powers back. So, I mean, like, Honestly, well, they don't even really need to like no. change the powers. But.
1: No, they've already done that. They've already done that with the with the past season and this season. They lost their powers and they got the morphing masters to bring it back. Then ne- if they lose the powers again, it has to be a different way. Like I don't care if they have to go on another quest to find Ninzor or something, but they cannot use the morphing masters again to get their powers back because then. There's no real threat because at the end of the day, morphing masters are going to be there, you know
2: that is true. and they and they did say, Hey, maybe we shouldn't be interfering like that all the time. Like we only help just because that one time because I guess you know, she the the master Green was just like, You know, I'm gonna help you out just a little bit, you know,
1: like I have a feeling that what' what may end up happening later on is that Lord Zed will find a way to corrupt the morphing masters. Place of being with his evil energy, and he'll break free and he'll go on an attempted killing spree.
3: And that's that's a big major plot point, I think could happen. It's not on a realm of possibility right now. He's plausible.
1: Um, also, I really was digging the throwbacks to megaforce beast morphers and all the other stuff would like explaining how they were saved and all the like with Jason coming back or to legendary rangers or whatever um i, I thought that really opened a door a lot to what else in Ranger history was was because of master green and not because of Random luck, or just the morphine grid being the morphing grid. So I thought that was pretty cool,
3: and I, would I love also
1: explore that more.
3: But I also feel like I
2: hope that it's not every single Rangers team that has, has been through that, because then it kind oh, of it no. kind of defeats some of the victories that some of the Rangers had. Like I will be, yeah. I will be very devastated if, if Carter was not the one that you know. Did that did the thing that defeated you know Queen Man Shearer? I was like, like no,
1: that, that would... I think I think that was I think that was all Carter. Okay, I think I think you're not gonna find as many. Ex- I don't think it'll be every season, but I definitely think there are a handful of seasons even prior to Megaforce where stuff happened that we can explain by Green Master. Yeah,
4: and Especially... that'll be a podcast
1: that we might explore a little bit more in detail later on, guys. Um, as a team. You know, trying try yeah. to figure out what else was done out there. You know, because
2: there's like at least one or two I can think of off the top of my head right now that I'm like, you know what, that actually does make sense that that, that Master Green would would show up and and do something yeah. like that. It's not a season that you like, Riz, but <laughs> but it is. But it's definitely a possibility.
1: Look, man, <laughs> wild farce, as we like to call it in this world. Um.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they they're they are you know there's, uh,
0: there's also one other thing I want to bring up, uh yeah, I really nice. enjoyed the episode where Ali and Amelia kind of get together and and they do acknowledge that there's a cup that they're a couple because in yeah. one of the rapcon episodes, I can't remember which one, um, like they mentioned how they're going on a pizza date or something nonchalantly. So they're very clearly a couple at this point. Um.
1: Oh yeah, and they, yeah. and like the way Amelia said, I remember a fortune teller telling us that we're going to get together. And I'm just
0: that happy, like three. I, think. I really just love how yeah. you know some of these uh, you know later Power Ranger seasons are actually having romance stories kind of amount to something because that's one advantage that I think some of these later seasons have over other ones because like to be honest, in other seasons like. You have romance stories, and sure, you, you have your Tommy and Kimberly's, you have your Andros and Ashley's, where they end up together, or Wes and Jen, where they at least admit that they love each other, but then there are some where like they hinted romance throughout the whole series, but yes. then nothing happens, like with Tori and Blake, or or Kira and Trent. Maybe oh, yeah. Nick I and Madison, definitely. sort of, I
3: don't know, but It
0: was no, that's clearly, not bad, but, it was definitely hinted and that they were like. like, like even if were, you go as far back as the, ne- as the Neo Saban era, these later seasons are doing stuff with their romance stuff. Like with, like Mike and Emily are together at the end of Samurai. Gia kisses Jake on the cheek. Sorry to mention that, Riz. Um, to hint that they get together, um, Tyler, Tyler and Shelby get together, literally. Tyler um, and uh, Shelby. I get like Calvin and Haley are kind of already together in Ninja Steel. I think I, I haven't watched that season. I'll be like, was there I mean, any other
3: romance besides, besides, besides Calvin even and Haley? The Game Rangers. Yeah. What What goes on with them? Oh, uh, Nate, Nate, and uh, Zoe.
2: Um. Nate had a thing for her first, but like Did he wasn't end up sure together? she liked him. But overall, they liked each other. So yeah.
0: then, then that's a, then we can also add Ali and together. Amelia yeah. to that. Like I'm, I'm just glad how these newer PR seasons, even the Neo era seasons, for all the plus, they at least have the romances amount to
3: something. I mean, yeah. I mean, even though I'm not even gonna lie to y'all, like the whole thing when Dayton Zoe kind
2: of just like. They didn't really make it as important as they initially did. Like them setting up the romance was better than the actual them actually getting together.
1: Yeah. But I think with Amelia and Ollie, it's it's more organic feeling right now. Yeah. Like it's not forced on you. It's not awkward after they get together. It's showing normal people doing normal things. Just like Izzy and Fern. I mean, that was all that I wanted
0: to add. I, I mean, I, I just love, like I just kind of wanted to use that as an example to just say how uh, that's one thing about modern Power Rangers that I think has an advantage over some of these other seasons. It's like even some yeah. of the seasons that I mm-hmm. love, you know, they have like, they hint at romance stuff like throughout Lightspeed Rescue, they hint at some stuff between Carter and Dana, but nothing happens there. Uh, um...
3: Something with, the, something with that. The I'm hinted, just
0: like, why didn't the they, hinted, they at least be kind of you know, a couple like, between it was weird. Kruger and Kat in SPD, but of course now they can't do anything about that because Kruger's wife is still alive. So, like... Damn. So, yeah. Um, I just wanted to briefly mention that. And Ali and, and Amelia yeah. had great chemistry, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I know there are people that out there are saying that Zyton and Emilia to get together, but I heavily disagree.
4: No,
2: definitely not. They're more like friends, honestly.
1: Yeah, basically. And, you know, Fern and Izzy... Ishi... So.
2: Sorry, Anthony, go ahead. I mean, I mean... No, I was gonna... <laughs> I was gonna say, like, listen, y'all, like... If Zato and freaking Ion want to repopulate their their planet, they can do yeah. do with
0: other women, okay? And Fern and Izzy have a lot of chemistry, too. Like am yeah, just um, saying. That, that's one thing that I hope happens in Cosmic Fury, because we're actually seeing Fern a lot. Like, I, she was only in one episode of the first season, but we've seen her one other time in this, in this previous season where she, um, where she and, uh, where, uh, they're going to prom, and Izzy's mom makes them a dress in a suit or something like that. And and then we see her in the episode where, like, she and Fern are being all, like, you know, being, like, a happy couple when they're competing in this Buzz Blast uh, contest. Um, You know, I saw someone make a video. Now, half of the video's title was stupid. It's implying that Fern might be the daughter of Trini, a.k.a. the original Yellow Ranger. But... But... (laughs) Uh, they were hinting that know. Fern could no. become another Ranger. Now that that could be possible because, because I mean here's the thing. Like they're like one of the things that we jump to is that, you know, maybe they'll do maybe they'll get the Q Ranger suits for the new Ranger suits. And okay, maybe they won't, maybe they'll just keep the Dino Fury suits. Because like as as Riz said, maybe they're just Going to get new Zords and maybe do something similar to Mighty Morphin, or like you, you keep the suits, but you use mechs from another season. Um, but I, I'm all for Fern becoming a ranger yeah. actually, because I want to see her character more fleshed out. Because they're keeping her around, she and Izzy are cute together, so I do want to see Fern appearing more often.
3: Yeah. Agreed.
2: That's honestly how I felt about when uh, this is from Down Charge, by the way, when Chase was dating that girl. And like I've seen her more often. I was like, hmm, they probably could have done something where she, you know, becomes a ranger at one point, but it never happened. So I was
3: like, Yeah. Yeah. Cause they honestly if because if you're probably thinking like, oh, what ranger would she be? She would be,
2: you know, um, Aqua. Because they made they made a female version of that suit and
3: uh reused in yeah. uh curuser. Yeah. Anything else you guys wanna add? No, no I, I
1: think I think we're good, man.
3: Yeah. Alright.
0: So I had to say.
1: Yeah.
0: Alright guys. Well um we're gonna um we're gonna uh we'll try to get you guys um the rest of uh of um Dino Fury uh as soon as we can, as we as more episodes come, uh, we will definitely cover that. Our next scheduled podcast will be where we are taking a look at the uh, last six episodes of *Common Rider Decade. Now, I just want to give you guys, I want to give everyone, including Risen Anthony, some uh, clarity here. I just found this out. Apparently, Decade ends with, an, with a 90-minute movie that takes place immediately after after the finale. And I'm just gonna say this right Ugh. now. I apologize for fans that are wondering our thoughts on that. We're not gonna cover that. Okay, like I like I've like I don't we really don't care as as the Shankinger and Decade crossover thing showed us. We we funnily enough didn't even really have to look at decade. With me, I'm just going to put the fact that I watched Decade all the way through on my list of completed Commander seasons and just be done with it. Okay. Like, we're like, I mean, Anthony voted against it. I voted against it. I'm, I know that Riz is probably going to vote against it. So we're not going to review that. Okay. We are not doing that. Um, two, well, it's two
3: did against Red one. Red so Red against that? I don't remember.
1: I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really care. And we are just oh, gonna. Okay,
0: wa- okay, cool. Oh, we don't care. Okay, yeah, it's all three to one. Yeah, so we're good. We are just gonna wrap our six episode of, of 30, 30, decade, 30, 30, I mean, sorry. and yeah. then we're gonna move on to finishing up Shin kenjer Okay, we, we If you like decade, great. We don't care, and we're sorry, but we don't care. Okay, and after we finish decade, <laughs> we'll be moving on to Shin kenjer <laughs> Um, okay, so now that we got that announcement out of the way, sorry about that. I just wanted to give that clarity ahead of time.
3: Um, nah, you're good, because I'm trying to hurry up and, and, and finish dinner yep. because I never
2: got a chance to watch it. Uh, I was we hope you
0: guys enjoyed this. <laughs> um, please leave comments down below. Um, if you uh, have anything you want us to cover, uh, please check out Anime Secrets on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and all those other social media pages. If you're listening to us on iTunes, we thank you for joining us. And we'll see you guys next time when we finally wrap up our Common Rider Decade Adventure. Um, So until that time, uh, we'll uh, see you guys later. So,
3: see you guys.